the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to the Bruce Hooley Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer in Columbus, 94.5 in Dayton. I'm Jack Windsor filling in today for Bruce Hooley, and uh, it's great to be with you. Uh, We're working on our guests right now, Julianne Fleischer and Jessica Tapia. But before we get to that, here's a hypothetical situation that I want to put in your reticular activating system and have you pay attention to in the days ahead? And um, we can have discussions on this at a later time. But what I want you to think about. So we talk about this whole transgender movement. And we talk about um, biological boys identifying as girls and biological girls identifying as boys and having a uh, preferred gender pronoun and, and socially transitioning that way. And some of them ultimately start chemically transitioning and then surgically transitioning. And if you don't go along with that, you're considered somebody who misgenders the child. And as we talked about earlier, there can be implications for that. There can be punishment. In fact, at the Ohio Press Network, we wrote a story alongside a California mother several months back. By the way, the mother... Was a, is a lifelong Democrat, has been in and out of um, gay relationships or bisexual relationships, but has a daughter from a previous relationship or marriage and is actually a supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. But she put her daughter in a Christian school because she said, you know, I don't want her to deal with some of the madness going on in the public school. So she was absolutely floored when her daughter came home one evening and said, I identify as a male and I want you to call me Bob. Well, I don't know if it was Bob, but we're going to use the word Bob, the the name Bob. And the mother said, "Uh, no, not going to do that. (laughs) No, 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 no. Uh, And called the school and said, hey, what's going on here? And, And realized that the daughter had been socially transitioned at the Catholic school of all places. And said, well, no, I'm putting the kibosh. This is not going to happen anymore. Next day, Children's Protective Services shows up. Uh, they're there on another matter, of course. But you know, then they start asking questions about the daughter's uh, transitioning status. So those are real risks, right? So the thing I want you to think about is, could you imagine if your child went to a counselor and identified as, say, a mythical creature, an otherkin? Or if that child identified as an animal and and the therapist said, Hey, this is cognitive. It's not cognitive dissonance. It's uh, gender dysphoria. And if you don't go along with it, I mean, can you imagine? I mean, wouldn't that, wouldn't that person lose their license, but we're asking our kids to do the same thing with gender, something to think about. 
Hey, Jeff, are we set to go? Okay. Uh, without further ado, I want to bring to the show Julianne Fleischer and Jessica Tapia. Uh, welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. Are you with us? Yes. Hi. Hello. Yes, welcome. Listen, uh, I, I kind of teed the story up last segment. And if it's okay, uh, Jessica, could you uh, – actually, Julianne, here's what I'd like to do. I, you're the attorney, correct? Yes. All right. I'd like to maybe get a minute or so here, um, facts of the case from Jessica, and then we'll kind of go to you, Julianne, and maybe get the, the legal issues involved, and then how you would ideally see this play out. Um, and, and we've got about five minutes here, five and a half minutes, so we should uh, we should do well. So, Jessica, welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. Thank you for your courage in, in coming on air with us. Uh, what happened there in California? Yeah, it's um, honestly quite a long story, um, so I'll try to make it brief. It spanned over seven months, and where it really started for me was when students from the high school I was teaching at decided to look me up on Instagram, and on my page, they found my Christian conservative views and beliefs and opinions, um, specifically on things going on in the world. And they did not like what they found, um, specifically a video I had taken in Kohl's showing all of the pride clothing that's just really in your face the second you walk in. And it's now being made for toddlers and babies, um, which I was just sharing in my caption how wrong I think that is. You know, a, a child can't even wrap their mind around what this this pride word entails and means and rainbow symbolizes. And so... That, along with several of my other posts, many of them being Bible verses, were sent into my school district, and I was immediately put on paid administrative leave. Wow. And they began investigating, and um, along with the investigation came 12 allegations that I was totally blindsided by. Um, I was in the sixth year of my teaching. I, I've always had outstanding reviews and reference letters. Like, this was absolutely the most bizarre thing for, for me to receive one allegation, more or less 12. And as I read through them, I really started to see what was happening here. Again, students found my belief that they did not agree with and basically made claims like based around the beliefs of mine that they found. So, for example, she's not calling students by their preferred pronouns. Um, she's sharing about God and the Bible to her students. She's broadcasting sermons, some really bizarre stuff and things that were not happening. And um, so I responded to all of those. And second meeting I had with the district, they said that I was just barely being allowed to come back to work. I was lucky to still have my job because what I had done was so serious. And again, I'm wow. still kind of lost at what I had done because students you know, sought me out and found my beliefs on Instagram. Um, but that's when I learned of directives. And that's when things really took a turn for me because I learned that I'm under, I was under three directives. One, I had to call students by their preferred gender or pronouns. And I had to withhold that information from parents. And then the third one was I had to completely refrain from ever talking to students about God or the Bible. And that's something I clarified with them. Um, you know, I only do that if a student comes to me with a question, and I always do it from an educational standpoint, never coercive or persuasive. Um, so I ended up going off on stress leave, trying to decide what do I do? I know these directives are against my morals and beliefs. Mm -hmm. I don't want to just 
you know, bow down to what I know is wrong and not best for students. And I navigated that for a few months off on stress leave, praying and seeking counsel. And, and I was really led to speak up about the directive. And so I did that. I let my district know I'm ready to come back to work, but I'll, I'll have you know there's three directives I will not comply with, you know, and here's why. Well, and let, so I did that. That's, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, we've got about a minute and a half, and I apologize for the, the short window here. Um, and if I didn't have somebody booked in the next segment, I would have you I would have you stay over. But they let you go, correct? Yes. So in the end, uh, they said, we cannot accommodate your religious beliefs, so we're releasing you from employment. So, Julianne, um, quickly, <laughs> sorry to do this to you. <laughs> What's the legal argument here? Is it a First Amendment, freedom of speech, compelled speech, religious trampling? What is it? Yep, it's it's all of those. The the district has violated Miss uh, Tapia's rights in uh, numerous ways. Uh, violated her free exercise of religion. Um, basically, put a gag order on her by limiting her her speech, uh, telling her that she couldn't say certain things, having to say, uh, having to affirm, you know, children's uh, preferred pronouns. And they also retaliated her, against her um, because of her her stance on her religious beliefs and her desire to stand up uh, for her faith. Uh, they released her from employment. And so it's a very straightforward case as far as the legal implications, a clear violation of Ms. Tapia's um, First Amendment rights. And so we're prepared to uh, fight, fight those legal battles on, on her behalf. And it's going to happen at the Central District of California. Um, and I just, uh, we've got about 30 seconds here. First of all, Julianne, thank you. Jessica, thank you. And the purpose of bringing you on is to help our listeners understand this is going on in Ohio. This is going on in California. And it, yep. when people stand up, uh, they're getting whacked. And uh, thank you for fighting the good fight. We will have you back on the show for an update. God bless you both. Have a super fantastic weekend. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, up next, we'll have Nicole Neely, and uh, we're going to talk the same type of topic. Welcome back to the Bruce Hooley Show, 98.9 FM, The Answer in Columbus, 94.5 FM in Dayton. And can you believe it? We are at our last segment, and uh, my time with you is going to end, but maybe I'll be back someday. Maybe maybe someday soon. I don't know. Um, we've thrown a lot of meat and potatoes at you today, uh, a lot of very heavy topics uh, a lot of Senate Joint Resolution 2 stuff, Rob Walgate, um, State Representative Scott Wiggum, Attorney General Dave Yost, Secretary of State Frank LaRose. And then we just had, boom, more. Julianne Fleischer, Jessica Tapia. We shifted gears, but another hot, important topic, which is what's going on in our schools and are students being socially transitioned without parental and I'm chuckling, not because it's funny, but because it's a little scary. And and I just can't believe that we live in this world. Are, are, are students being transitioned without parental notice or parental involvement? And the answer is yes. And 
I'm going to bring on um, our final guest, and uh, I'm going to try to tee this up pretty quickly because I know she's going to have some important things to say. But I'm going to point back to an article that I wrote, and it was back October 17th, 2022, on the com. Are Ohio schools being transparent with parents and taxpayers on transgender policies? Now, there were several schools outlined in that report. One of them was Olentangy Local School District. We told the story of a mom who was alarmed when her daughter came home and said, hey, there was a boy in the restroom today and was kind of met with, well, yeah, that happens, but you know, we're kind of restricted with what we can tell you. And basically that's the policy. If somebody identifies as a girl and wants to use the restroom, then they're able to do that. And then we uncovered in that story in April, 2021 email from OLSD equity and inclusion officer uh, that basically stated, quote, a possible gender identity expression that is misaligned with their gender assigned at birth and is disruptive to their education can be the reason that the school starts a conversation with students and that initial talk doesn't include parents. And the question that we asked back then was, okay, how far and deep does this go now? Um, If parents are left out of the equation, and then, by the way, are we going to force students to now go along with the gender dysphoria of other students and now exit, or excuse me, enter stage right? Nicole Neely, Uh, Nicole, Welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. How are you this afternoon? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, you are president of parent president of Parents Defending Education. Is that correct? That is correct. And uh, Parents Defending Education filed a federal lawsuit challenging Olentangy Local School District's anti-harassment policies. Uh, you, did you file that? Was it Thursday? We did. Yeah, it was yesterday. Okay. So give us kind of the nuts and bolts of it. Uh, What happened? Why did you file? Sure, yeah. No, I think you teased it up really well. Um, The district has a really, really broad harassment and bullying policy that we feel has had both the intent and the effect of chilling student speech rights. Um, Through this policy, what they do is they define bullying harassment very, very broadly. So it puts students in a position where if they decide to not use, for example, the preferred pronouns of their peers, they can be subject to discipline up to and including expulsion. And so that is, um, unsurprisingly, it's chilling speech. Students don't say the things that they want to or that they would otherwise believe in because they fear, you know, punishment, of course. Um, and then beyond that, um, yeah, with, with the fact that this there is a reporting system in place, uh, Owen Panji has a system called Stay Safe, where students are actually able to report on each other. And so Gender identity is one of those things that students can report on each other for. And so, again, if you think or you know that you can get in trouble at any time for saying any, for, you know, for saying something that your peers don't like, you just don't speak at all. Um, and then you believe there's a compelled speech aspect. If you are forced to say things you don't believe in, again, First Amendment violation. And then the other thing we're challenging is the fact that the district has a policy, um, their electronic device policy, um, which is their yeah, cell phone 5136. Um if students use their electronic devices, even in the privacy of their own home, um, to um, talk about issues about gender identity, protected classes, then students can get in trouble. And frankly, what my child does in my house on their electronic device is not the business of the school. And so the fact that the school has really kind of expanded their reach violates, we believe, district parents' rights to raise their children as they see fit. So we think that's a 14th Amendment violation. 
Wow. Um, there is a lot there and it is concerning. And I'm listen in full disclosure, my daughter is in the district. Okay. And I understand the policies. I also understand what goes on in the classroom in very subtle ways to bring about the conversation, to, to push the issue to the center of a child's life. And I mean, beyond the bullying and harassment policy beyond the first amendment violation. And maybe I'm going down the road here. I shouldn't, but what, what about the student who comes home and says, you know, I just feel guilt. Well, what about, well, I feel guilt because I feel like I'm the only one I'm, you know, I, I I believe I'm a girl and, and I just, I don't want to go along with Michelle saying that she's Mike what about the emotional trauma and abuse there? I mean, are you seeing any of this in the in in these cases? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming this is involving several parents and families. Yes. Yes, we're a membership association, so we work with a number of our members, our families with children in the district, and so we flew out to the district. We met with parents over the course of several days, and yeah, we heard stories like that where students felt that I'm straight, I'm like a vast minority. Um, as you said. The district really centers much of this gender identity discussion throughout all of their programming. And so through the bulletin board, through the um, notes that pop up, through different um, signs and placards that are posted around the building, gender identity is really placed first and foremost in the lives of these students beginning at a very, very young age. And, you know, we want people to be treated as individuals, not members of identity groups. And a number of families that we spoke to in the district have real concerns about the fact that this is being introduced at very, very young ages. It contradicts the family's values. And the children, should they not agree with that, frankly, feel marginalized. They feel that they are, they are, they, you know, they are less than, their views don't count. And so these children have you know, a lower sense of self-worth. They realize kind of in the district's priorities, uh, you know, they are at the bottom of the hierarchy. And no child should feel like that based on religion or personal belief. Um, that's not the place of a public school. We want Olentangy Public Schools to focus on giving all children a quality education, not treating some better than others based on gender identity. She is Nicole Neely, and I'm sure that we'll have her back to discuss uh, how this lawsuit progresses. We've we've got about 10 seconds. Uh, How can uh, listeners support your organization or learn more? Sure. Our website is defendinged.org, so they can go on. They can read the lawsuit and the motion for preliminary injunction that we filed with the federal court. They can submit tips to us, pictures, anything else. They can do so anonymously. So if you see or hear of anything else going on in Olentangy or anywhere else in Ohio, we encourage everybody to let us know so we can publicize it to great people like you. Nicole Neely, thank you for being with us. All of our listeners, thank you for tuning in today to The Bruce Hooley Show. It's been an honor and a privilege to be with you. Bruce will be back on Monday. Have a super fantastic weekend. God bless. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.